what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. What the fuck episode is this? 60, 60, 69? 69? Oh my yeah. god, it is 69. It crept up on me. Normally, yeah. you know, I see 69 coming, but... <laughs> yeah. Wait, this... did you test the stuff? Test what stuff? Our microphones. Our microphones are fine. Perfect. Like, the cool. levels are just fine right now. If you didn't know, Maybe ladies and gentlemen, because... this is a very unprofessional podcast where I usually just do setup about less than five minutes beforehand and then we yeah. just get rolling and maybe maybe i just feel off because we usually test things a little bit longer than we do but we're, just we're good we're around good. i didn't touch anything and we're good right this on. week and everything is good awesome how you Sounds doing good how you I'm doing okay. baby my, my th- that's my friend tyler i'm frank <laughs> i didn't introduce us but if you're new to this podcast, it's normally a little bit different than this, but yeah, this one's a little bit of a train wreck to start. But, you know, you know, you have one of those shows. Sometimes. There's always some sort of silver lining to every train wreck. Usually a horrible person dies and that's OK. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> so I'm I'm doing fine. You're, you're doing are you? fine. You know, I. Man, I'm having I'm having problems, man. I'm having problems. Having problems. What what problems? Yeah, ear problems, man. I fucking uh, stuck a cotton swab in too deep. Perforated eardrum. Oh yeah, I, that's not good. Yeah, my right ear. Uh, it sounds like I'm underwater all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna live with that for like the next couple of weeks, maybe a month. Ooh, yeah, that sucks ass. I I cotton swab scared the shit out of me. Mm. You know, I, I was just, I was getting too eager. I was too eager to just get in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was like, you know, it's, it's been longer than usual since I've cleaned in there. So I might, I, I want to get it good this time. Mm-hmm. And then I felt it and I was like, oh, that's not right. I pulled it out. Luckily the cotton swab came out just fine. Cause I know another person who like actually got a cotton swab broken off and stuck in their ear. Ouch. Yo. But, Ouch. but luckily for me, I got it out and. So it isn't terribly bad. It's it's the worst when I wake up in the mornings because mm. I've been laying down all my sinus fluid gets up in there and there's a lot of pressure up there. Yeah. But as, as I go out through the day, I, I regain my hearing. I got you. Do you have to like listen to things louder than normal? I'm trying to avoid that because I can cause damage. Yeah. So I'm exactly. mostly just li- listening to things in my left ear. Which is yeah. a problem because my headphones, the way they work, the volume controls are on the right earbud. So occasionally mm. I'll sl- put my arm down on the volume controls and it'll get all fuckerty and, you know, you yeah. know how it is. I, I know Probably what you not. mean. I don't know. I don't know if he uses know. the same kind of earbuds. You know how the earbuds usually have like sort of like volume control on one end? Yeah. Yeah, that's... It's a pain in the ass. But I've also, I know what you mean with, with your problems. I've had them before mm. and it's scary. Yeah. You know, even, even like if you know your, your hearing's going to just recover a little bit, you know, and get, you'll be fine. It's still like a scary oh, thing. Oh yeah. It scared the shit out of me the first, like at first when it happened, cause I could barely hear out of my right ear, at, like yeah. right after it happened. I was like, oh shit. Did it I, sucks. did I just fuck myself for life? <laughs> Yeah, like it's a terrifying thing because then you start thinking like, yeah, is my hearing not going to get better? Because hearing is something that's kind of hard to recover. Mm-hmm. 
compared Although, to other things. There is some science happening right now where they're lear- they're figuring out how to regrow the little fibers in your ear. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, there's there's some weird science going on all the time, but that that's one thing that I I learned from someone that yeah. I was talking to. Yeah, I love weird science. Weird science is pretty cool. It is. Uh, no, this is cool, Frank. Video games? Yes, but also amusement parks. Oh, did you go to an amusement park? I went to Hershey Park. Oh man, I remember Hershey Park. That was that. That's that's some old stomping grounds right there. Yeah, uh, Hershey Park's great. You know, if you, if you don't know Hershey Park, which most people that listen to this probably don't know, it's it's an amusement park based around Hershey chocolate, mm-hmm. all the different Hershey chocolate, and it's it's a pretty cool fucking place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I ended up having a pretty solid day because it started off, you know, we got there pretty early, and the line for the first roller coaster we tried to get on called Sky Rush, which is fucking awesome, mm-hmm. by the way. It, you just you don't get strapped in over the shoulders, but you feel like you're constantly going to fall out of the roller coaster. Oh, and it is so fucking fast. It just has the leg bar. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It, it's fucking wild. I love it. Um, but the line for that one was long, and then throughout the day, like there's more people, but the lines were way shorter. And this, these like two chicks that were together just turned around and was like, Hey, uh, we don't want these fast track passes. Do you want them? We're like, sure. Why not? And they gave us like six of them. So we were able to skip the lines. If there was one Mm. for, for a lot of, a lot of stuff, which was cool. Was it just you and you, you, who who was with you? Just me and my, my girl, Mm. but we should go sometime. Yeah, that's something. I haven't gone to Hershey Park since high school, man. That's, that that was the that first long. time. Yeah, that was the first time I've been there in like four or five years, almost. Oh, it's been a, been a long time for me, too. But uh, next time you're back and it's warm, we should honestly just get a bunch of us together and go and just oh, yeah. fucking have a good time. Because <laughs> it's, it's really, really dumb. I love it. Although, uh, children. Yeah, children. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Like, you know. More power to you if you have children, but that place made me never want to have kids in my fucking entire life. Yeah, that, that'll happen people. when you go to go to parks. Yeah, and there's people that would like bring their two-year-old twins to the park, and it's just like the parents and the two-year-olds, and it's like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, there's little baby rides, but they're just going to be hot and sweaty and whiny all day. It's like you are just asking for problems. And we saw people there with like little like newborn babies that just like they were just laying in the grass while the baby was sleeping. And it's like, I don't want to pay $70 to just lay in grass, you know, and watch a baby sleep. I can do that at home. Like just some boneheaded shit, man. Yeah. It's, so, oh, my God. That, that That's a little young to be taking your kid to the park. You got to You got to wait until they're like old enough to actually enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. And like enjoy it and appreciate it and remember it, mm-hmm. you know, and be like, yeah, that was awesome. The first time I went and be able to cherish it. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I'd be game for going. We have I go to when I want to go to an amusement park down here. There's a uh, six flags uh, over mm-hmm. near Atlanta. 
and that, that that's a pretty good park. Yeah, didn't you? Oh, fuck. What was the place we went to? We for went to like a Six our... Flags in over near Philly. I think, yeah, or Del- it's, in Delaware. It's, it's somewhere in PA, I think. But yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That was like what our high high school trip. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we doubt they have a gigantic roller coaster. What's it called? Like the Komodo Dragon or something that oh. shoots you way, 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 way up in the air. And sometimes the roller coaster doesn't make it all the way up. Yep. It just falls back down. I used cool. to be afraid of roller coasters, and I, I've I've yeah. gotten over it. I'm like, yeah. you know what? <laughs> it is a it would be a freak accident for this thing to actually hurt me. Yeah. And I used to be scared of the ones that have loops. Like I would not ride any of them that had loops, and then I rode one that had like one loop in it. I'm like, that was actually really fucking cool. I want to ride all of them that have loops. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the progression it was for me. I used to be afraid of the ones with like loops and shit that would go super fast. Now I'm afraid of the wooden ones that creak and shit like that. I can agree with you on that one. But I, I used to love wooden roller coasters. Yeah. But now I they can just agree scare with me. Yeah, because they creak and they're rough and ah. Yeah. No, I don't want them anymore. Fuck them. Mm. Well, this is a show about video games. Maybe it's about, maybe maybe we should start a roller coaster podcast. Yeah, we just review roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, weekly roller coaster reviews. Oh yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, video games, PlayStation stuff. What you got, baby? What you been playing this week? Well, we had a very drunken good time playing Modern Warfare oh, yeah, last we weekend. Did. Yeah, that was fucking awesome. Mm. That was fantastic. Uh pounded a lot of stuff you pounded a lot of beers yep it was a grand time we played that some of that beach bog which is the new like themed map for mm-hmm. the summer that they have we up kicking ass we were it was awesome i mean we were having a pretty solid night just kicking ass even when we were both kind of drunk we were kicking a lot of ass Yeah, we were holding that middle hill there that that yeah b hill that if you know bog that's that's just a fucking kill zone right there yeah it was, and we just kind of willed our way, made it work. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, it's bog, but they changed it a little bit. It looks cool in the daytime. They have a few extra walls up for cover and stuff. They changed it a little bit, but not, not too much. I, I, I enjoyed it. It was fun to play double XP, fun to just play a lot of Modern Warfare. I mean, man, we played for, like, fucking solid three four hours almost felt like so that was awesome um the only other really big thing that i played this week besides a little bit of uh a little bit of other stuff like overwatch and um kingdom hearts and batman stuff uh is the crash bandicoot oh yeah those games they're uh, they're more difficult than we remember, but I think the internet's exaggerating it a bit. They're calling they're basically comparing this to dark the Dark Souls of platformers. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, it um, it isn't that hard, but it is it is a break from like what modern stuff does for you. Like yeah, definitely. And and yeah, so Crash Bandicoot and Saint Trilogy, it's finally out. Um, I know for me like. The Crash Bandicoot games were the games that made me realize that I like games. 
Mm. And they were the first games that I really got into as a little kid. And so they have a fucking very special place in my heart. Crash Team Racing is one of my top five games of all time. Mm. First. Um, mm. That's the first game that I just like beat over and over and over and over again. And uh, it's, I mean, that's a fantastic game. But uh, so Vicarious Visions did a lot of work on this package, I think it for the most part is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can agree with you. They are a lot harder than I remembered, especially the first one. I always remembered the first one as being tough, but my goodness, some of those levels in the beginning are just fucking ridiculous. I was playing one the other night. I forget what it was called. Um, Gosh, it's it's the level right after the Hog Wild level. Oh yeah, the ju- that one jungle fortress thing where you're jumping up and stuff. Yeah, that one had me stuck for a little while too. That one is fucking ridiculous. I'll be completely honest with you. I'll admit I lost all my lives on it. Mm-hmm. I got fucking completely stuck, and I'm just luckily I saved like two levels before, so I, I just reloaded. And I'm just gonna play up till then again, have all my lives again. But my goodness, I feel like that level should be like at the end of the fucking mm-hmm. game. I'm like, what is this crap? I don't remember this. It, it's just so overly long and fucking brutally hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they did a good job of like checkpoints and stuff and things that weren't in the first game. And they look fucking beautiful. And also, I started Crash 2 only played the first three levels but that that game's harder than i remember too but it's it's good and it's fair it feels a lot more fair than the first one um and i ended up completely beating crash 3 i haven't gotten all the relics or gems or anything like that but i beat all the levels and everything that game's actually way easier than i remember and that game is definitely an easy game i just find it a joy to play through but here is where I feel Vicarious Visions completely just missed it a little bit in that, like, especially levels in Crash 3, like the motorcycle levels, they're not fun. They don't control well. And this was the perfect opportunity to fix that shit. Everybody knew those levels didn't control well, yet they didn't really fix it at all. You know, when they fixed other stuff with the games and so stuff like that, they kind of missed a little bit. But for the most part, I mean, it's a really, really good remaster, man. I don't know. How how much have you played? Um, I've played some of Crash 1. I haven't I haven't dove deep into it because there were other games I wanted to play. Um, but my big takeaway, like the only like real negative thing I have to say about it is loading times are longer than they should be in yeah. this. Yeah, definitely. And I hate how every time you boot the game up, they make you watch that opening Vicarious Visions animation at the beginning before having another loading screen to load the title screen. Yes. And that that Vicarious Visions animation is pretty damn long. Mm-hmm. Beginning too. And yeah, you can't skip it. The first time you see it, it's like, OK, cool. That's kind of goofy. And then every time you load up the game, it's like, oh, my God, (laughs) I just want to jump in and start playing. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, You know, they did a good job with control and feel. Um, And, you know, Crash 
I remembered it controlling a lot tighter than it did, than mm. it does. Uh, it's no, you know, Mario or anything like that. Like, it doesn't have super tight fucking platforming. Uh, but it is fun. And I think what it comes down to, to me, is I just love the level design of these games. I love that it's it's 3D, but it's, you know, it's got the linear nature of a 2D game. Um, I think that stuff is cool, and I think there could be there could be a place for that of like a crash bandicoot game that has brand new levels that are all fucking super creative and entertaining and that has tighter platforming than what it has. I think I do honestly think that is a game that could be made. I don't know about you. Um, I'm not, I, I think that would be cool, but rumors have it that they're going to do Spyro before they'd ever do that. Which could be cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, I'll gladly have Spyro back, you know? Who knows? Those games might not hold up as well as we all remember them too. Uh, but I just think there there could be a place for Crash Bandicoot. And it's obvious that Vicarious Visions gives a shit about Crash Bandicoot because they put a lot of care and attention into it. I love that they even kept, like, when you're just standing idly. Crash will start doing like goofy animations or after you finish a level, he, he does goofy animations in the warp room and stuff like that type of sh- shit just puts a smile on your face, you know, and they nailed that stuff. It's cool. I just worry that, you know, I worry more with who's publishing this game than anything. You know, it's Activision. Mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot's not going to sell fucking and make billions of dollars for you so they probably won't give a shit enough to really you know continue the franchise onward beyond this i mean who knows we could be surprised but like activision doesn't i'm honestly surprised they put money into it they're not for this type of thing that's a little bit more just for the gamer Mm-hmm. type of thing you know they would they want to try to maximize the profits out of fucking everything they do so i don't know can't wait until those hot microtransactions make their way into this oh, game yeah. you're gonna give a you're gonna give crash a smoking a joint animation for yes sale? yeah definitely but it's good i like it i i'll i won't say what's my favorite game until i finish all of them mm. Right now, I'll say it's Crash 3. That's the game that I fondly remember the most, that I played the most, but I do want to play them all again to see see how they all hold up. So, Yeah. yeah that's... that's all I've really been playing. So what about you? Oh, baby, baby. I've been, I've been in Divinity Original Sin. I know I said I'd beat it. Yeah. I didn't end up beating it. Mm. I played a good 20 hours more of that game. Yeah, I'm close to the end. I looked it up to just, I was curious to see how much further I had to go in the game. I looked it up and I'm not too far from the end, but I'm far enough where like, I want to wait until a weekend so I can just fucking do it all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of burned myself out a little bit though. Like I played so much of that game. Yeah, 20, I mean, 20 hours of one game is a lot. I mean, that's what I did with Final Fantasy 15. That's a lot. That'll very easily burn you out on something. 
that quick. Yeah, but I I really enjoy it. Like I I enjoyed like that style of game. It's just that I already see where the story's kind of gonna go, and I'm like, you know, I, it's it's just the story isn't driving me anymore. It's just a matter of just saying I could have be, I beat the game at this right. point. Um, but yeah, I I I've basically like max leveled all of my characters, so they're. They're right where I need to be. I can I can respect to optimize for the final battles and everything. But yeah, that's another one that's just it's on the edge of beating, but mm-hmm. I just haven't beat it yet. But it's a big game. If you thought twenty hours was a lot, Tyler, I got I got some news for you coming from Elite Dangerous. It's time to get dangerous here. All right. Oh man, I put. This is going to sound really lame. I stayed in my house all weekend. I played about 30 hours of Elite Dangerous. That's 50 hours of video gaming in a weekend. Holy crap. Yeah, it's a four-day weekend for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I am including some of the Elite Dangerous time I played yesterday and a little bit after work today. But, uh, yeah, I Damn. have been fucking balls deep in Elite Dangerous, man. Yeah. Nice and sucked in oh, on that man. one. So I did those community goals that I was talking about. There was there was the trade goal where I was supposed to import some consumer items, and then there was a bounty goal where I went out and shot down some other ships and stuff. Man, I went into bounty hunting, man. I'm not good at ship-to-ship combat yet. <laughs> but, man, I, I got good. I got good because I was dangerously close to dying. So I upgraded my ships. Like, I'm not sure how many of you out there that play Elite Dangerous, but uh, if you know what these ships are, I'll throw them out there. I I outfitted a Cobra MK3 uh, and a Type 9 transporter. So I have a transport ship for merchant stuff and a kind of a multi-purpose ship that I've outfitted for bounty hunting. And I've been doing stuff like that. Came in to cash in my community goals this week made 15 million credits. Now, Ooh. for example, most missions that I come across for on the mission board only pay out, like, at most, maybe 200,000 credits. Wow. Now, you can, make bank, more mo- you can make more money than that if you do, like, this trade... There's this trade route that you can do to sell rare items across the galaxy because the further away you get from a destination point from where... From the point where you bought the the goods, the further away you take it, the more you get out of it. But uh, for just starting off those community goals, man, mm, mm, you just fucking participate a little bit and you get paid out. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's good incentive to get people to do that. Yeah, and when you're, when you're playing online in open play, it's kind of crazy because everyone is starting to dock at the same port. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of obeying traffic laws and trying to be courteous do you, and you know how that is online sometimes yeah can the dock literally run out of room yeah you can be denied wow. a docking request because they're all the docking pads are occupied that's so cool that is just so awesome so yeah basically when that happens you're just like you're sitting outside of the basically the port entrance and you're waiting for someone to come out and then you submit a docking request. But it can wow. get like the traffic can get heavy in there. Like, mm, you you got to be careful any, not uh, to run into other people. Do they have any server problems ever? Um, so there I did run into some minor server pro- server problems when I 
after work today, I went to where the new community goal is. And that took me really far, like 300 light years across the galaxy. Ooh. I passed by some really cool stars. I took some screenshots. I'm not sure if you saw those yet. I haven't big... seen the ones you just sent today. Oh, I'll yeah. look at them after this. But this new community goal, it's in this one uh, port that's built inside of an asteroid. And that's, it just looks really freaking awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's mm. awesome. And so when I got there, the server problems, um, basically the mission board wouldn't load new missions for me. So basically I couldn't pick up missions from there, but I can still go out and do the community goals. I can, uh, I can go out and do some bounty hunting, go out and do the trade mission. I, I just like how the how the game works with like this community stuff because you can choose to participate in the community stuff or not. That's it's just a good way for new people to make money, mm-hmm. um, or you can go out and do exploration and align with one of the factions and go to war with one of the factions. Because there there are three major factions: the Empire Alliance and Federation, and like there's a whole global power struggle. And depending on who you help, you can help them expand their borders and stuff like that. It's a whole living world. Does it matter how many players align with each faction? Um, it doesn't matter how many players align with each faction. It's just it matters the missions they do and the influence they gain from uh, like basically missions will gain you reputation with a faction and it'll increase that faction's influence. Those are the those are two things other than just your straight up rewards. That sounds fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. And what you can do is you can like subvert like a faction's power in a certain system by like doing only missions for a certain faction in there to help them uprise. And you can cause like civil wars and stuff like that. You can cause economic booms or fucking depressions and stuff like that. And it's it is, all like not scripted or anything like it's no, it's not scripted. natural in-game thing. Yeah, the, the only wow. scripted things I think there are really like they put out this thing, this Galnet, which is like new stuff that lets you know like what they're adding to the game. That's kind of scripted. And the community goals, I guess they have on a rotation. But other than that, like the whole power struggle thing is completely unscripted. Wow. That's that's awesome. That's seriously cool. Yeah, I'm re- I really love this game so much. I can't wait to buy my next ship. So I have 15 million credits, which means I can actually buy. I have a few options now. I can either upgrade like either my bounty hunting ship my trade ship, or I could build an exploration ship and get money for exploring unexplored, like new uh, star systems and finding planets within them. Or I could get a, um, get a shuttle. Like basically you can also do transport missions where you transport people. I could buy a ship that's suitable for that. So I can give uh, star tours. Right on. Yeah, there's so many freaking options in the game. And you can team up with friends too. You can like you can actually squad up and fly in a wing. So whenever you uh whenever you do some warping, you all warp together to the new system and stuff like that. What would you do together? Like, um just you could do, do bounty. Or? You could like yeah, uh, the main function I'd see for that is that uh you have one guy who has a huge trade vessel that's vulnerable because it's just a big cargo hold <laughs> and then you have two uh two more offensive uh vessels that protect it and transport or you could go like create an elite squadron to like fucking cut down any like high 
danger bounties because the bounties are classified by how dangerous the uh, target is. Mm. And like some of the bounties, like I actually managed to get shot down once doing a bounty because I, I bit off more than I could chew. Mm-hmm. And like you got you got to be careful about who you go after. Because they can they can cut down your shields and just fucking wipe you real quick if you're not careful. Yeah. Damn. Hmm. I'm loving it, though, man. I am fucking loving Elite Dangerous. Yeah, I can tell. You've played a lot of Elite Dangerous in the past two weeks. It's yeah. awesome, though. Oh, man. I think that's... Yeah, that's, that's about... That's everything I'll talk about now. I did play some PUBG, but that's not on PlayStation yet. I fucking wish, man. Mm. Eventually. Eventually. Let's, let's keep it in space here with Mass Effect... Yes. Apparently not receiving single player DLC, maybe? Mm. Who knows? The source seems to be unreliable. Um, seems that uh, there's this fake, fake company, Sinclair Networks, claiming that D- single player DLC is not. It, they were working on it and it got canceled. Yeah. And th- that got pointed out as a hoax, but. Um, Kotaku is reporting that there was never a single-player DLC planned in the first place, so who knows? Maybe there's not going to be a single-player DLC at all. Yeah. I'd like to see a single-player DLC, and for an obvious reason, because it it left left a little dialogue in there to suggest that there's a direction for the single-player DLC. Yeah, and it completely makes sense that they don't do it but it makes me very sad that they probably won't do it i mean bioware has anthem to worry about anthem's supposed to launch next year that game's probably huge Mm. they want it to be perfect especially after andromeda you know they 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 don't want another bummer of a game and so it makes sense to not have any resources tied to this game really anymore and to move everybody over on to Anthem, you know? Yeah. What they are doing, however, they, they are like patching the multiplayer for, for the, for Andromeda and that a patch just went out, I think today or yesterday for their multiplayer. Yeah. Like they just (laughs) added a new difficulty Mm -hmm. to it too. So, yeah, I just, I really want more single player stuff. That's what I play Bioware games for. It's right. single player. Like their multiplayer is it's fine. It's it's never been what I loved about their games. It's like Inquisition, Mass Effect 3, I don't those were okay multiplayers. I like uh, when you compare them to like other games that have a more dedicated multiplayer kind of yeah. platform, it's there's no real comparison. The other games are just better. So I don't really play Bioware games for that. Yeah. But I really, I'd really love them to reconsider, have that Corian DLC. Yeah. I mean, I, I would too. It just, they probably want to get as far away from this game as they possibly can, as quickly as they possibly can. They don't want anybody to remember Mass Effect Andromeda, mm. which is a shame. I mean, it has some good qualities to it. You know, and yeah, they did leave some holes open there with that quarry and arc and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. They set up a cool world. It's just this, 
a shame that it didn't hit as much as it should have and they won't get a chance to rectify it you know yeah it's i it i like it when games are good enough to live on with more content yeah fortunately for us horizon zero dawn is doing just that yeah um and there's an update coming real soon i'm not sure if it's out yeah it is out there's an update out there patch 1.3 for horizon zero dawn adding new game plus some face paint and ultra hard difficulty some other stuff in here too but yeah new game plus is the big thing for me that's i i wonder what the what that's going to mean yeah that that when i saw that i kind of got excited because i would love to potentially play this game again sometime you know and just keep leveling up and all that stuff and you know going beyond level 50 and stuff that's awesome yeah i wonder if there's any benefit for going beyond level 50 if you're going to do the dlc this coming yeah. this fall yeah i don't know well it says here that you won't be able to progress beyond the level cap of 50 but you can still earn ah. xp okay which is kind of weird but uh so i guess you would still kind of be getting powerful more yeah. powerful and stuff. There's I mean, some changes to their weapons too. Yeah. I mean, the weapons is kind of where it's at because by the time you're level 50, you've unlocked all the fucking skills anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. That ultra hard difficulty though. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. I didn't find like, Horizon Zero Dawn to be a very difficult game, so I, I'm i kind of curious what ultra hard is like. I yeah, wonder, I mean... Oh, good. I wonder if there'll be trophies for playing the DLC in Ultra Hard. I don't know. They are adding two new trophies to this for doing New Game Plus, which mm. is cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it well, yeah, it wasn't a hard game once you got used to the mechanics and everything, but I don't really want to know what Ultra Hard would be. Probably fucking punishing as shit. <laughs> but it's cool that they're they're updating it. You know, and having a nice update here even before the DLC comes out. I'm very excited for that DLC, man. Mm, yeah, I, yeah, we're getting we're getting Uncharted 4 DLC. We're getting fucking Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, man. Mm. Yep. Mm-mm. It's good I'm li- shit. I'm loving it. But we're not getting Mass Effect no. Andromeda DLC. No, and that's that's a shame. <laughs> let's not be depressed anymore. Let's, let's, let's just, let's move on to what, what the hell? They're adding PS4 games to PlayStation now? What? What is this? Oh my goodness. Um, so they have a list of PlayStation 4 games that are going to be available on their PlayStation Now service, which is a streaming service where you can stream games to your console and play them that way. Um, so I'm, I'm, what I'm curious about is how uh, the PlayStation 4 games are going to perform on a streaming service. Like, it is it is more data going across the network, so right. I, wonder, I wonder if any input lag or any problems like that are going to arise with the... With, especially, I'm looking on this list, they have Resogun on this list, and if you don't own Resogun, that's a crime. Go fix yourself. But if you're playing it on PlayStation Now, that's if you have input lag on Resogun, you're fucked. 
Yeah, exactly. And and especially, you know, Ultra Street Fighter 4 is on this list. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're playing that online, you know, you'll be fucked with that too. And some of these games, you know, like Resogun are still pretty quick games. And F1 2015, you know? I'm sure I can't really speak to it. I haven't played it, but you've played F1 games before. They're quite quick too. You have to be on yeah. on top of things. Yeah, definitely. You know, and things like, you know, Dead Nation's another game that can get super hectic and very Helldivers. fast. So, and Killzone, if you're playing online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I wonder wonder how that'll go. But it's an interesting list of games, unless that they're adding. Um, you got Killzone Shadowfall, God of War 3 Remastered. Saints Row 4, Reelected, WWE 2K16, Tropico 5, Ultra Street Fighter 4, F1 2015, Darksiders 2, Definitive Edition, Evolve, Evolve, MX versus ATV, Supercross Encore, Resogun, Helldivers, Broken Age, Dead Nation, Grim Fandango, Remastered, Akiva's Beat, Castle Storm, Definitive Edition, Exist Archive, The Other Side of the Sky, Needhog, and Super Mega Baseball, Altogether, bringing uh, the total beyond 500 for games mm. on PlayStation now. So it is becoming a pretty robust service, and it is on sale right now if you want to jump into that shit. You want to dip your toes into PlayStation now. Yeah. And, I, I mean, they did reveal the 20 most popular games. I won't read all of them, but number one, kind of unsurprisingly, is Red Dead Redemption. So... Awesome, but also surprisingly, number three is WWE 2K15. Wow. All right. All right. People love that wrestling. We got great yeah. balls of fire coming up this Sunday. That's a yeah. WWE pay-per-view. Oh, boy. Going to have Samoa Joe fight Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar still fighting, huh? He's He's a part-timer. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of just does what he wants. Like, if he feels like wrestling, he'll wrestle. If he feels like going in the UFC and cheating, he can do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our, our buddy Keith says that that guy eats dogs for breakfast. That's what he looks like, and he absolutely does. That's the that's the best description. He looks like B.J. Blaskowitz. He does. Definitely. I, I could see just busting a door open, and he's just doing it doggy well you know hmm, hmm. you know I'm, I'm just gonna step away from that uh like you said earlier if you want to try playstation now you can try it now at a lower price it's discounted you can dip your toes into that you could also if you have pre-ordered it dip your toes into destiny 2's beta starting on july 18th on yep. playstation 4 you're going to be able to play some story stuff. You're going to play some crucible stuff. There's going to be a strike. Yep. You can play new subclasses. Cool. Yeah. You can check out the farm, which is the new social space. Oh, yeah. Got to get that. We got to integrate this game with farming simulator and it'll be the ultimate game. Yes. You have yeah. to feed the guardians. Yes. I'm very excited to play this. Uh, I will probably be playing this beta. Uh, it eventually will go open to all, I believe, uh, at some point. Uh, but it's first on PlayStation, so there you go. But 
I will say I'll dip my toes into it. I'll probably play, you know, obviously the strike, the story missions, a little bit of multiplayer, and then I will honestly bounce. I don't want to play a lot of it because I know I'm going to end up playing a lot of this game when it, when it launches. I don't want to burn myself out. There's no no reason to just keep playing the same five things over and over and over again because, you know, when Destiny 2 launches, you'll be playing the same 20 things over and over again. So, you know, just, just save yourself. It's going to be Destiny, but I'm excited to just see what's up with it. See how they might have tweaked some stuff and feel fresh. Because, too, by the time this beta ends, the game launches a little over a month after that. You know, it's yeah. not that long. It's not that far away. So, yeah. You going to play? The beta? Yeah. Probably not. I'm just I'm going to stay away from the beta. I'll yeah. play Destiny 2 when it launches. And I'll give it as much shit as it deserves or as much praise as it deserves. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Let's see. Let's see. Oh, oh, this is some exciting stuff coming in here. Coming in hot. Doomfist got revealed today. Whole trailer and all that. And it's live on the PC's public test servers. Doomfist, man. Not voiced by Terry Crews. But still, he's, he looks like a pretty badass character, man. He absolutely does. This is one of the most exciting things in a while to me. Like, this came out of nowhere, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Well, they've been teasing Doomfist, but they're like, nah, not Doomfist. He's not a thing, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they have Doomfist, and he looks badass, man. He looks like he is... One dude that you do not want to fuck with because he will punch you square in the mouth, and I don't know if you'll be surviving. But um, some he's got interesting a nice notes. Hand cannon. Yeah, some interesting uh, notes here. Uh, he's an offensive character. Yeah, he's very maneuverable. Um, his apparently his alt is to do a meteor strike with his Sounds fist. Good to me. Hell yeah. I'm not going to lie. When I saw Doomfist, I just thought it was a some high-level sex thing that I just had 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 the experience with, but <laughs> yeah, Doomfist. He's Yeah. I'm now it might be fucked up of me, but the first thing I thought was I wonder what the skins look like. Yeah. But oh, he yeah. already he already looks pretty cool, but I just wonder what they're going to do with him. Yeah, like how much more badass can he look? Mhm. Or maybe they just make him not look badass. Maybe they give him a ballerina outfit. Yeah, maybe. But it's cool that they're adding, you know, a new character like that, you know. Like Anna is a little bit more of, you know, a healer. Somber does a bunch of interesting stuff. She's quick. They added Arisa, who's a tank, and now they're adding more of a offensive, quick hero like a Genji Mm -hmm. or a Tracer or something, which is cool, you know. I mean, Sombra's a quick character, but she's not, like, as offensive as... She's more of a covert flanking kind of character. Yeah, Yeah, she's a sneak around and and fuck the team up type of Mm. of character. Which, man, playing competitive, I think it was last night, uh, just ran into a team that was just a fucking Mack truck, man. It was like a diva... 
um, God, who else did they have? I, I forget. It, it was like very tanky characters. Uh, oh, Zarya. They had a Mercy that was just fucking clutch all the time. Uh, Farah. So they had this like rock of these tank characters. They had Mercy keeping those tank characters alive. So you're trying to just deal with them just to fucking get them out of your way. But they had Farah and Sombra just constantly running around you, completely fucking your day up. Yet you couldn't focus on them because the tanks would take you out. But if you focus on the tanks, they would take you out. It was just nonstop, man. It was terrible. Just a fucking brick wall. Sounds Ran like you needed it. your infiltrator here, the, your your tracer on demand. Yeah, but I'll, I will say, man, I mean, that was that was tough. You I got, don't even know. You got to assassinate that mercy, man. Yeah, I mean, we were fucking trying. I was balling, but did not get too too far with that. Mm. It was just, yeah, it wasn't a great night in terms of winning. Mm. Lots of bad things just happened and lucky shit. Like, uh, we almost got the point. The only one in there was Zarya. Zarya was a quarter health left. She somehow dropped her Graviton Surge, her ultimate. She died. So, but we're all sucked in, and then Farah just out of nowhere. We're almost out of the graviton surge, but Farah out of nowhere swoops through the window, has her ultimate, boom, kills every single one of us. We don't get the point, we lose. Mm, that's like, just that's sad. Very like, fuck. That was you know, felt like luck sort of thing. But I mean, right place, the right time. Mm-hmm. I. Speaking of ranked play, I don't want to talk about it. There's a reason I didn't talk about it, but I got some bad things happened to me when the Rocket League season restarted. Did yeah? What happened? Let's just say there are a lot of people out there throwing up donuts. And when I say that, I mean they're zeroing out. They might have a few points from like hitting the ball first or clearing it once in a while, but they're donutting otherwise. And I just can't beat teams when I'm the only one attempting to score, attempting to set up. And the other two yeah. just are flopping around like goddamn magic carp on the field. <laughs> yeah. That's <sighs> not fun. But they did add some cool things. Uh, the goal explosions look real cool. Um, the engine sounds, that's a cool customization thing you can do. Um, they added their your Rick and Morty items. I don't watch Rick and Morty. And the more I hear about it, the less I want to watch it. Um, but yeah, they, they added a lot of cool stuff. They add a lot of cool music too. They partnered with a monster cat and got Ooh. a lot of cool tunes from there. That's one thing they've always seemed to be doing is, is updating their, their soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It always has different jams. They're all fucking good too. Yeah. Let's not talk about the disappointment of my rocket league let's talk about shadow of war instead and they uh, they came out and said something really really nuts man you're gonna be able to face your ultimate nemesis from shadow of mordor that's just i hmm yeah i don't know how they're doing it the nemesis system itself is kind of really just a mind fuck really but uh, yeah, you're going to be able to face off against your old, old enemy bastard. 
Yeah. Basically, there's this thing called the Nemesis Forge, which will take stuff from Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor over into Shadow of War. You could fight that fucker. Mm. Yeah, you're going to. That's. Hmm. I'm not sure. That, that's a really cool thing for people who yeah. stuck with that game. Yeah. But I beat that game. I put it down. I'm not sure if I'll be able to go back and do this. Yeah, I mean, I won't either, but for people that have played a lot of it or have played it recently, like pick it up in that recent sale and we'll be playing it and plan on getting Shadow of War. Like, that's a super cool thing to do. And out of nowhere, too. Yeah, to be honest, I don't know who my last nemesis was. I don't know either. I don't really remember. They They all kind of felt similar. But Shadow of Mordor was a very great game to play you know the first time through it's a game i probably will never touch again like like you said but it's fantastic it is fantastic and the new one looks really good i am i'm excited about it yes it it looks like it's gonna give you more of shadow of mordor which you want but add enough to that formula to make it feels fresh again you know Mm. I know indeed. All right. Last bit of news here. Someone got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Sony removes world's fastest platinum trophy game from PSN. This game is literally called five stars, 1000 top rated. And it boasts of being a platinum trophy you can get in 20 minutes. Sony pulled the game, asked them to rename it and remove mention of its trophies from description trailer whatever it's just this is a horrible game that should have never been on psn or never had a platinum trophy to begin with there are games out there that should have platinum trophies and don't somehow this one got a platinum trophy yeah it see this is the problem with what sony does with platinums and trophies in general it's like there's no you know I'm trying to think no like stability to it in that this game can get a fucking platinum my name is mayo can get a fucking platinum but other games can't games that are way more legitimate mm-hmm. like why is there no structure or rule set i just feel like they don't give a fuck about trophies and then they randomly do at times and then but their rules just kind of don't seem to make sense yeah it's just I mean, frustratingly in, inconsistent that's yeah absolutely it's like and also like the fact that this game got through like certification and all this stuff and somehow they allowed it to get a platinum trophy it's just like what the fuck is going on you know like there's I a platinum trophy for this but there isn't for overcooked yeah, like there's not for Overcook weird and yeah, it's it would be easy to get but The Walking Dead season 2 doesn't have a platinum, but every other Telltale game has a fucking platinum. Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes doesn't have a platinum. Gone Home doesn't have a platinum, but this fucking garbage does. Like what sense does that make? I just don't understand. They need I to just hire wish- a trophy team. 
They do. They just need to hire one person or, or two. Yeah, a team probably because of the amount of games or whatever. But just somebody that just gives a fuck about trophies and, you know, just at least cares to – because they know how many people out there actually do care about them – to give those people a great experience and not have some cheap shit like this that you can get for 98 cents. That's also a potential advertising ploy for their fucking PS4 themes. Oh my that God. They sell. Don't even get me started on PS4 themes and avatars, man. That is some bullshit, man. That that's, is a bullshit market. Yes. I, mm. Well, I like buying themes, but I like buying themes for like, legitimate shit you know like mm-hmm. i have purchased themes for uncharted which are pretty cool dishonored has some really cool themes the witcher had some awesome themes it's like i'm fine with that my problem is with the themes and stuff is it is, it is such a fucking train wreck of a place that it is so fucking hard to find anything that's remotely good mm-hmm. there you know and they're also they're they're a little bit more pricier than I feel that I would want to pay. Mm-hmm. You know, it sucks, and it sucks that the really good themes are ninety nine percent of the time fucking locked behind pre orders. You know, yeah, that is unfortunate. Yeah. So it just needs to be a lot more consistent with some of this stuff. It just it just doesn't make sense. It really doesn't like. How does this get through? How does that Life of Black Tiger game get through and allowed on the PlayStation Network? I get you want to be more open, but, you know, at the same time, you need to be curated at least somewhat. Mm -hmm. That just to the point where you don't allow shit like this on here because it's just ridiculous. Honestly, I I don't think... Sony should allow this game to get back on the PlayStation Network. I think this I game doesn't belong on PlayStation. This game doesn't belong on any console, really. I I completely agree. I don't think it should be on here at all. Hmm. This is... Uh, we're all riled up, aren't we? Let's, yeah. Let's see if we can spot any more bullshit this week, because there are games coming out every week, unless they're that one week after Christmas. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's go or, through the new games. Yeah. Or the actual week of E3 doesn't seem like there's that much that comes out then. Yeah. But games do. The thing is, games do come out. Literally no games came out the week after, uh, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get a, I'll get us started here with energy cycle. This is a PlayStation Vita game. A new puzzle game from the developers of Energy Balance. When you click each cell on the game field, it changes colors, and the colors of the adjacent cells horizontally and vertically. Your task is to bring all the cells to the same color. Sounds pretty easy, but try to do it. All right, a puzzle game. All right. I feel that opening sentence is really awkward, Mm. and that they could have put that that phrasing somewhere in the description and made it more colorful it's really weird anyways uh ninja you know why i did this you know exactly why i did this (laughs) ninja yusagamaru usagimaru 
Usagimaru. 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 Okay. The Two Tales of Adventure on Navita Digital. Ninji Usagimaru Two Tales of Adventure is an action puzzle game combo pack of both Ninja Usagimaru games that challenge players to put their sharpened ninja skills to the test. Players assume the role of Usagimaru, a legendary hero who embarks on a massive quest to save a village from the clutches of the of vile monsters. Mm. I apologize for my poor Japanese. <clears throat> You're forgiven. <laughs> now it's time to save the ninja clan. Oh boy. This <laughs> all right. Save the Ninja Clan is a platformer for casual players as well as speedrunners. There are two ways to play this game. Play through the normal story mode or find secrets to annoy the game manager watching. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Next up is Speedrunners on PS4 Digital. A cutthroat multiplayer running game that pits four players against each other locally and or online. Run, jump, swing around, and use devious weapons to pick up to, and pickups to knock opponents off screen. This game always looked kind of cool. Mm. Kind of want to check it out. The next game is That's You on PlayStation 4 digitally. Set off on a journey of discovery with up to five of your friends and family and find out what you really think about each other. Joining the fun is easy. All you need is your phone or tablet. Snap a selfie and enjoy tons of funny questions, texting games, and drawing challenges. <clears throat> hmm. I believe this is free for PlayStation Plus members. Oh, that's cool. Is this... Yeah, it sounds like it's one of those games that kind of interacts with your uh, your phone, yeah. Yep. It's cool that Sony's kind of getting into a little bit of those things, or, or more of those type of things get on the platform, because they could make for some pretty fun games. The last game, which, wow, there's only like five or six games this week? Yeah. Uh... Last game is Toby, The Secret Mine on PS4. Go with Toby on an eerie adventure in the dark and creepy world full of dangerous situations, enemies, and challenging puzzles. Mm. Okay. Um, there's some music. You get some Calvin Harris, Funk Way Bounces, Volume 1. Mm. You can get Stone Sour's new album, Hydrograd, which has the wrong artwork on this page mm. it's a pretty all right album you could watch boss baby on playstation video <laughs> oh boy oh man been hearing about that baby driver movie been hearing yeah. about it it sounds like it could be a fun movie to watch i feel like that's a movie i just want to wait for so i can just watch it casually in my home like, I don't feel like going out to a theater to watch what I've been hearing that experience is. Mm -hmm. I, though, I'm excited. Spider-Man Homecoming oh, this man. weekend. That is... It looks fun. I'm excited for a new Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm excited for this one especially because it, it does look like they're doing it right. Mm -hmm. It's oh, good. Spider-Man deserves to be done right, damn it gonna be buddying up with good old iron man yeah the new oh, iron man, man movie. tony stark um i think that's all we really have for you this week short news list short games list talked a lot about elite dangerous 
talked way too much about Elite Dangerous, probably. But I enjoy that game, and I think, yeah, I think I'm gonna enjoy that game some more. Yeah, buddy. Um, you got anything for us, Tyler? Not much. Just gonna be playing some video games this weekend. Looking forward to playing a lot of stuff. I, I should have a lot of time to do stuff, Ooh. and I'm planning to kind of bang a bunch of shit out. So mm, excited! Banging shit out. If you're banging things out. Email us about it at <laughs> PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com or at PS Report Podcast on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at the Arctic Sloth. Send me the send me nudes. Um, you can find Tyler at Plugged On Vids. That's his YouTube channel that you go check out because they'll probably eventually have a review for Spider Man. Yeah. I'm, I, I'd hate to put you on the spot. I just assumed that you might do a review for Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure we will. And that's <laughs> new Stone Sour album that I talked about in the drop that's out. I'm actually running a review of that right now, Ooh, if you're interested. baby. So go check out Plugged On Vids on YouTube. This has been episode 69. Oh. We'll come back to you next week with episode 70. And until then, play your video games, have fun, and be good to each other. We out. Later.